Even back home years ago, when we were first hanging out together, he'd know if the quarterback was on coke. Columbia for 20 if his months. girlfriend was knocked up, 20 times on Columbia. he'd get the wing velocity so he could judge the field goals. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? He'd be working on this shit day and night. There was nothing about a game he was going to bet that he didn't know. He's got down at six. Got me down at Season after season, the prick was the only guaranteed winner I ever knew. But he was so serious about it all that I don't think he ever enjoyed himself. All right, degenerates, here he comes, the $100 man with the $1,000 plan from Orno to Ames to Scottsdale. All your big money dreams. Stay in play with Tiny Nick. I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. It is Sunday, February 5th, and we are back with a very, very special Super Bowl episode of Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. With me today is the whole OG squad, plus a sprinkle of pep outside of production on the mic, so get ready for that. Ethan, Dylan, Pear, this is going to be a fun uh, fun episode this week because we have a Super Bowl that not only is going to be a competitive game on paper, we have a spread that's basically a pick Before we get into it, Dylan... You're either drunk or hungover. I have uh, no idea how, how to keep up with your Sunday so far. You're like a, a 21-year-old college girl. Who, or <laughs> excuse me, give us our day in history, Dylan. Who was it a bad day for? It's a bad day for me, Nick Hamity. I'm fucking hungover, bro. <laughs> I, I did endless mimosas this morning. Bottomless, I should say. And the last time I did something bottomless, it was Nick Hamity. So uh, here we go. <laughs> no, thank you. Day, oh, God. <laughs> no, day, thank you. <laughs> Nick, you don't have to lie. All right. I, I snuck down to Sydney. If, for those of you who don't know, Nick and Ethan spent two weeks in Sydney together. I kept getting these midnight Snapchats. Now, midnight for me, of course, is like seven in the morning for them. So I'm like, shit, Nick's waking up to that every morning. If you guys haven't seen Ethan, Greek God, this guy is insane looking, right? So Nick's sending these Snapchats every morning, and I say, you know what? I can't have it. I need to join this. And that is the last time I had something bottomless. But this morning, bottomless mimosas, and that leads us to this moment where we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. What better day in sports history than to talk about the man, Vince Lombardi, who the Super Bowl trophy is named after, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on this day, get this year. This couldn't be more perfect. 1969. Vince Lombardi becomes the part owner, vice president, general manager, and head coach of none other but the NFL. Listen to this name. Washington Red Scans. Vince Lombardi. That's the day in sports history. Let's start talking about the Super Bowl. Guys, I have a quick prop before we get into the Super Bowl stuff, and I wanted to I want to ask it to Ethan and Pear specifically because Dylan, your opinion in this subject clearly is skewed. Was Vince Lombardi racist, Ethan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> My new thing, my my favorite way of pissing my dad off is just p- calling every person that was born before 1990 a racist. That's like anybody before 1990, absolute racist. Yeah, pair <laughs> on this show. Clearly, that adds up. Dylan, you obviously some some races slipped through the cracks and and made it past the 90s. So more power to you there, Ethan. Outside of the shitty racists in this country, 
we've seen a lot happen around the NFL. We were uh, actually pretty accurate on the show last week. As I said to Pear before the show, I've only missed one playoff game the whole playoffs, and it was the stupid Cowboys spread. But outside of uh, the teams that lost, who was it a bad day for? Oh, you having a bad day? Well, it was apparently a bad day for Pacers training staffs worried about being killed in a drive-by uh, <laughs> after an altercation last week during the Pacers-Grizzlies game. Uh, apparently, John Morant's friends appeared to drive their car right at the Pacers bus while pointing a laser pointer through it, you know, <laughs> like how getting murdered works. <laughs> and just had to... <laughs> and exist with a laser beam on their head from some guy who's friends with T. Morant. <laughs> Holy shit. What a bunch of psychopaths. Fucking Dylan Brooks is out here making <laughs> Dylan jealous of uh, of Donovan Mitchell's nutsack bottomless all afternoon and uh, there's something crazy going on in the Grizzlies so we're just going to say it was a bad bad day for anyone in the wake of the Grizzlies and it was also a bad day for Brooklyn flat earthers and JFK assassination theorists because uh, the Nets have officially folded goodbye sayonara good knowing ya RIP the KD Kyrie Harden Brooklyn Nets Kyrie traded to the Mavs for whatever reason, uh, for Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, ushering in a whole new era of a super stable Maz organization that has definitely had absolutely no scandals or pants DJs in recent memory. Should go well. <laughs> and lastly, a bad, bad day for balloons. Holy shit, what a stupid <laughs> fucking 2023 story filled with all the dumbest shit social media loves. You actually couldn't have had a better setup for people with no knowledge to take hard stances on something <laughs> they heard about 60 seconds ago. So some <laughs> balloon pops in the sky for people to actually be able to see it. We're told it's a Chinese balloon. The pear cucks are like, well, that balloon deserves <laughs> to make its own choice. So let's have it. If it wants to live, it can live. And the fighting Dylans can't even hold their breath long enough to muster up their four favorite words. Biden is a pussy. And then, in a hilarious cartoon meme, an actual fighter jet shoots down a fucking balloon. And then within 30 minutes, the Pentagon tells us, yeah, we found three of those balloons during the Trump presidency and just didn't shoot them down. Because, you know, people on Facebook didn't find out about it and assume that they're instantly a national security expert. So, a bad, bad day for balloons and anyone that had to have someone ask them about this stupid fucking story. Guys, I have a new least favorite thing in the world right now. And uh, this is my every show I give about a 30 second to one minute political opinion. Is it opinion. China? No, my political opinion on this show is the fact that anybody with that goes by their three initials needs to stay the fuck out of politics. Uh, I'll give you three examples. AOC, <laughs> MJT, and DJT. We're getting to a point now where if you have a three letter initial nickname in politics... You are probably the worst person in politics. Now, I say that because MJ, uh, is it MJT, Marjorie, or MGT? MTG. MTG, I don't care. Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Taylor Green. That's her name. There we go. That woman gave the dumbest speech I've ever seen, uh, this week to, to Congress or whoever the fuck she presents to, because I really don't care about politics. And then I had to watch AOC basically scream into the mic for a minute and a half straight about something that she absolutely doesn't understand as well. So 
I'm on the record saying anybody that has a three letter, a JFK, how'd that work out? Just keep. I'm, I'm wow. being serious, guys. Wow. I'm being serious right now. And if you his have brother a, Bobby. If you, did he have a three letter nickname? B-O-B. Bobby. I just love when Dave Chappelle says, and his brother Bobby. Marilyn Monroe was fucking JFK. And his brother Bobby, <laughs> please, please do that voice more often, Ethan, on the show. I'm sure people I'm will happy. appreciate that. <laughs> well, guys, let's talk some football. How about that? Um, it is a pretty cool uh, matchup to have this year. I, I think it's a game that pairs. Let's let's start out by me asking you a question about the action. This game feels like a 50-50 split. What is the public doing on this game, and where's the big money at? Super Bowl is really tough to judge. Uh... This, especially before you get into the final week leading up to it. Uh, but you saw this open up as the Chiefs minus two and a half. So you have to give some credit to the books for knowing what the side is. But too much sharp money came in on Philadelphia because before the the uh, AFC and NFC championship games, you had the look ahead lines with the Eagles as favorites over both the Chiefs and the Bengals in the hypothetical yep. matchup. Yep, yep, yep. So there's no way that you can hang that hypothetical look-ahead line and then not hang the same line once it actually gets going. Now, there's some there's some case we made that Patrick Mahomes' ankle looked better than expected, so maybe that makes the Chiefs more valuable going into you know Monday morning after the championship games, but it's just a wild line move, and we'll get into it, but... I don't agree with it. Yeah, Pear, I'm excited about this game because I could finally go back to my my roots of uh, fading the Eagles again. Um, everybody knows I'm a big Patrick Mahomes guy. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I think Ethan is uh, aligned with that, especially after the, the defeat of Joe Burrow last week. I'm rolling with the Chiefs here. I think Patrick Mahomes' experience in the Super Bowl, I think the Super Bowl being a weird-ass game that you know is played over the course of, what, four hours with a – you know, a concert in the middle of it and all this other nonsense. I think that having that Super Bowl experience is very important. And the Eagles, although they, I, I, was it Kelsey that was still on the Eagles for their last Super Bowl win? He was. I think Lane Johnson yeah. was as well. Yeah. So they have a couple guys and, and, a, and a couple leaders to actually kind of steady the ship. And they're not just random, like, you know, washed up cornerbacks either. These are, these are leaders on the Philadelphia Eagles, but it's not their quarterback. And guys, I, I don't know if I'm still being a Jalen Hurts hater, but. Jalen Hurts looked like shit last week. In the throws that he did make, he was throwing the ball at people's feet. Uh, it was pretty easy to make reads in, in that Eagles uh, offense. And the 49ers have basically given up on both sides of the ball as soon as Brock Purdy decided that he couldn't throw left-handed. Now, I'm rolling with the Chiefs, like I said, in a, in, a, in a big way here. And I'm doing that because of Super Bowl experience, Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid, especially against his former team in Philadelphia, which a lot of people have forgotten about because the Walrus has been out of Philly for a long time. What are you guys doing here? Starting with you, Ethan, are you rolling with Pat Mahomes like we have all season together? Or do you actually believe that a team that might have the best, you know, core other than the quarterback in the NFL is going to make a, a real run at beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, obviously every instinct makes you want to bet Patrick Mahomes and as little as Jalen Hurts showed last week, he also wasn't asked to do much. But to me, it's it's just a bet of every the front 
lines of both the offensive line for Philadelphia and their defensive front against Kansas City. That's where I think the game will ultimately be won. And when you have Jalen Hurts, who may or may not be able to make downfield throws, which he missed last week, uh, that running attack and bruising offensive line is going to be so destructive uh, on the Chiefs over the long course of the game that I do like uh, the Eagles in this game as the overall team that has uh, at least enough of a dual threat quarterback to be an issue for a Chiefs defense that I don't expect to be able to stop the run at all. Perry, are you going to agree with Ethan on that one? Uh, I I think your point of uh of experience in the Super Bowl should probably be expanded on with uh adding some strength of schedule uh nuggets that are probably being lost a little bit in this game. Uh, let's look back to um uh, the oh God, here comes Sai. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's the sound of the police. Oh, oh, that's the sound of the police. Oh, oh, that's the sound of the police. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The new sheriff. Sasasasasasasasai Amundsen. Oh, oh, that's the sound of the police. Oh. What's up, boys? It's a celebration Pro Bowl. Welcome in to Tiny Jake's. Who gives a shit? I'm excited. I'm about 19 cervezas into this one, boys, and I'm the new chef. They said I couldn't do it, and the people spoke. Well, they wrote spoke. They wrote spoke their votes. Wrote, wrote spoke or die, and I'm the new sheriff. Uh, it's nice to see you, Jake. You look the same as always, Sean. Hello, D-Train. My boy, D-Train. Yo, 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 yo. Let's, let's go with it. Hey, <laughs> law and order, brother. I'm bringing it back. That's the son of police. Better run, Democrats, because being a pussy just got made illegal in my hometown. Yeah, brother. Speaking of pussies, Paris, it's nice to see you. And of course, big shout out to the man who makes it all, all happen. Pimples. Hello, everybody. Hi. I'm jacked, man. Now, I'm not here to give you the who's and what's of Super Bowls. And I do need to disclose that I've had as a. I mentioned before a few celebratory drinks, Dylan. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So has Dylan, uh, ironically. Dylan also showed up to this episode drunk. Yeah, okay. I had, a, had a couple of manmosas this morning that turned into a few that turned into like 40. I don't know. I lost. Well, you. if, you're, if your night ends was, lo- was looking at Nick's face, I get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Cy, we're talking a little Super Bowl Nick, action. You look like you look like if a, if like a rat owned a pizza restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the meanest thing anyone has ever said to me. But, but then, hey. Dylan, but then the rat would be on his podcast like, hey, who made my rat pizza place sign? I don't like the color of my complexion on it. <laughs> He's going to be the next Chuck E. Cheese. Shut up, Pep. Uh, let's fuck E. Uh... Cheese. <laughs> He's, the... He's fuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Sorry, if you, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to let Pear wrap up his game breakdown here, and then we'll get to you and what you think is going to happen in this 
you know, great historic Super Bowl matchup between two quarterbacks that are both young, both under the age. You know, Pear, I want to stop really quick and get back to one thing that you were mentioning. Uh, It's also the first Super Bowl with two African-Americans, I will say. But hey, I wanted to point out something really quick. And and Perry, you brought this up a second ago. When Tom Brady left the playoffs, that was all the Super Bowl experience other than Patrick Mahomes in, in the whole entire show. Now, you take the Chiefs versus a quarterback that we didn't even know was going to be a starter two years ago in the NFL that was benched in the national championship. And does that actually push you over the edge to take a Chiefs team that might be inferior to the Eagles elsewhere? What are you yeah, writing I, a book? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like the Chiefs. Um, I like them on the money line. Uh, I like them on a tease. Uh, going back to strength of schedule points here. Uh, Philadelphia, yes, they have the best pass defense by DVOA in the NFL. But when they've played top 15 pass offenses, and mind you, Kansas City is the number one pass offense, they've given up 35 points to Detroit, 21 points to Jacksonville in a rainstorm, 40 points to Dallas in the one game that they had Dak for, and 33 points to Green Bay. That's not very good. Further illustrate that strength of schedule point, uh, the Eagles come in with a 31st strength of schedule in the NFL. Kansas City comes in with a 16th. Teams with a strength of schedule in the 30s in the Super Bowl. The 2000 Rams won. The 2006 Seahawks lost. And the 2017 Patriots needed a 28-3 deficit to be erased to win that game. So teams with that with a strength of schedule of at least 10 spots better than the opponent, which KC has. Uh, in the Super Bowl, the ten and two straight up since two thousand four, and that includes that Patriots comeback. I think it's not being made enough of that. Uh, the Eagles' power rating is too inflated at this point. The NFC East obviously looks better on paper, but probably isn't all that great in practice. Pear, is it pretty safe to say the NFC in general just kind of sucked this year? Yeah, it's not good. It's really not good, and they're. Not only do they have an easy strength of schedule through the regular season, but look at their playoff path, right? Got a bye week, murdered a bad Giants team, and we're in actually in a dogfight until uh, the fourth string quarterback for the 49ers got his bell rung and, and couldn't <laughs> play anymore. So they they are probably not, in my estimation, up to the task of a veteran team and the Chiefs with the best uh, physical talent at quarterback that we've probably ever seen in the NFL history. I like the Chiefs, man. And then you, we, we got to, if you like the Chiefs straight up and uh, on the spread plus two and, or one and a half, you have to like them on the tease plus seven and a half, teasing through a touchdown, right? Absolutely. It's my favorite Absolutely. Tease. It's my you know favorite why it's safe to say? You pair, you said it's safe to say. You know why it's safe? <laughs> Ask me, say it. Look at me. Look at me, pair. Say why well, is it safe? Him. Why is it safe, Sai? Because there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Dylan, let's move on to you here. Are those <laughs> chopsticks, Dylan? These are chopsticks, yeah. Yeah, chopsticks? Yeah. Why Dylan, do you have those? I've got my chopsticks here. I'm celebrating the Chinese balloon being shot down by using <laughs> utensils that they provided us in America. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, I got to ask, I know you're a big, big fan of the AFC West. 
Yeah. Are you rolling with the AFC West in this game? Or are you doing that weird thing where you hate every other single team in your division enough that you're just going to fade them blindly? Oh, you mean called being loyal? No, you <laughs> yeah, wouldn't know see, shit about that. <laughs> Always come on here talking trash about your dad. You need to respect your dad, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was gave you show. he gave you a he gave you a, your life and your name. It's time for you to start respecting your dad. My dad's one of our <laughs> listeners now. And he might have missed a couple episodes, so I, I do what? want to clarify your dad, dad is one of our listeners now. We've been yeah, doing he, this for three years. What the it took fuck? A while. <laughs> even for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while to win his support, but I will say, Dad, if you're listening, I have not talked shit, and Sai oh is just God. making that up. Anyways, Dylan, what, what are you doing? What about last here? week when God you called him a, when you called him a little girl boy? I was like, first of all, in today's day and age, that's not that's you know pretty. Yeah, you got to be careful with that kind of language. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Secondly, I think he's tough. <laughs> he's what handsome do you think? too. What do you think, yeah. Sean? You live next door. We're always saying, me and Sean are always like, I respect him. And Nick's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I have no further comment on that, Dylan. What's going to happen <laughs> in this game? All right. So, yeah, traditionally, I'm an AFC West fanboy. Uh, but the AFC West this year is not what we thought it was going to be. So, fuck pair Johan Brothen's strength of schedule bullshit. The Chiefs shouldn't even be in this game. Now, no disrespect to what they have. Obviously, they're an incredible football team, but the Bengals were better last week than the Chiefs were, and a couple things slid the wrong direction, and the Chiefs made their way into the Super Bowl. Last week felt like I'm 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 such a huge conspiracy theorist when it comes to all things political, you know. Oh yeah. Fucking I mean, yes. it's so clear yes. that everything, the elections are rigged, right? The election, I mean, well, oh, most, Biden is a computer. Most elections except are for rigged. The, except yeah. for Thank you. the sheriff's elections. That was handwritten. That was a handwritten <laughs> election. You can't. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Only, old fashioned way. only alive people vote in this, co- in this county. That's right. That's right. Compliments of Cy Amundsen. We don't do that <laughs> bullshit. So, you know, I, I as much as I love all the conspiracy theories, <clears throat> the theory that the Chiefs are a better football team here, it just doesn't add up to me. This Eagles team has been the best team in football the entire year. And sure, we can pick apart the last couple of games and say, ah, oh, they got the bye and then they barely beat the Giants and yada, yada, yada. This Eagles team. I wouldn't say barely beat the Giants, but just Jalen Hurts hasn't done shit. Yada, yada, yada. What what does Jalen Hurts need to do? What did he need to do last week? They ran the ball for like 370 fucking yards. He didn't need to do anything. Jalen Hurts needs to prove that he can actually throw the ball. That's what he needs to do. And he will this weekend. And I don't want to jump ahead on the props, but he will this weekend. Does he need to? Or maybe his defense and all his running backs and his offensive line beats the shit out of the Chiefs. Pair, you yeah. fucking bitch. I this is long to make a long story short and to agree with Sai. This is the least talented Chiefs team that we've seen in the Super Bowl, and oh, they sure. are and they are facing a very Juggernaut. well put together Eagles team. So my take is I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking it all kinds of fucking directions. I want it behind me, in front of me, on top of me. I'm taking the Eagles all over I don't, me. This normally weekend. I agree with Dylan. I'm the one who I'll say I put it on top. I don't want it put on me. <laughs> <laughs> Pair, we're going to go back to you for a second. Now. Keep it sounds talking like-, like that, Dylan, and whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> We are uh, we're a little split on this game, but Perry, you and I being aligned on the Chiefs 
that kind of makes things interesting on the prop end of things. Because when you look at a prop, usually game flow has a big deal to do with that. And a team playing from behind might pass more, as we've said before. I'm going to start things out with a little bit of a Jalen Hurts over 31 and a half attempts. Because of something you just said, Pear, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have to prove that he can throw in this game. I, I think Pat Mahomes is going to put up enough points to the point that the Eagles can't just run. And the Chiefs might put seven or eight in the box and dare them to throw to Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. As we saw last week, those guys are very capable of making elite catches, but A.J. Brown's been pretty frustrated the last few weeks with targets. Do you think 31.5 is low enough on the attempt side to take the over on Jalen Hurts? I'm not going to argue with you on the attempt side. I'm going to argue if you try to take the completions, because I yeah. think the completions are, are are a tougher bar to get to for him. I Ethan and I That does it, make sense, Pear. That it's harder to complete a pass than to simply throw one. That does make sense. That checks oh, out. Oh, sick fucking I'm burn. with you on that one, Pear. <laughs> yeah. burn. Even Pat's, I, I, Pat's getting burned by Dylan. I, I bet the books didn't consider that when they put the completions at a certain percentage of the attempts. They yeah. they never thought Whatever. about that. Well, hey, math, hey, math is, math is hey, for liberals, bro. Hey, Whatever. hey, what the fuck is happening in this Pro Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> 21 and a half is the completions number and it's coming in at plus money there. There's Perry. only so it's not enough guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're, play, they're playing with flags this year, side. Who's this? Who's the who's who made a there's I see Snoop Dogg and then a white <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Pete Davidson's not on the field if, if you haven't. Uh, yeah, white. Yeah, White Snoop. His nickname is Pete Dickinson. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why his name is Pete Dickinson? Because he's rude to waiters. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> Pair favorite prop on this game. What are you looking at? Well, I got a lot of favorite props overall. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, can we talk first touchdown of the game? How about that? I like uh, Travis Kelsey at plus 650 and Miles Sanders at plus 750. Uh, mm. Doesn't matter... If you play both of them and one of them hits, you make a lot of money. Mm. Uh, and if neither of them hit, you get fucked. Right. But it covers you on, on both oh, sides. Like that, I remember when you? I hit the favorites on the first touchdown score pair. Is this your first time betting a first touchdown score? <laughs> we don't take favorites. We're looking for 2,000 plus odds. All right. Come on now. Uh, okay. Who's liberal that? elite. Yeah. Give pretending me Noah that Gray, the though. favorites are the underdogs. <laughs> Continue. I, I like a couple of uh, a couple of running backs in the receiving yards market. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, eleven over an eleven and a half receiving yards. Kansas City is twenty eighth in pass DVOA against running backs, and Philly's pass defense is as good as it is. Not that great against running backs. So uh, McKinnon over twenty two and a half receiving yards, and Pacheco over fourteen and a half receiving yards. I like that to start things out. Ethan, are you looking at anything on the front end here, or are you more interested in just the uh, uh, taking a side with the Chiefs over the Eagles? Yeah, Ethan, which end are you interested in? I knew that was coming. Oh, <laughs> did you know that was coming? Why you fucking say it? <laughs> oh, the Manning brothers are there. I'm interested in the opposite of <laughs> Dylan. I think Jalen Hurts. I do think the Eagles still win, but I think Jalen Hurts goes under 247.5 passing yards. That's a lot uh, of it, passing yards, win or lose for Jalen Hurts. 
they're gonna run they're gonna be too effective running the ball for Hertz to get over 200 in that range of passing yards not gonna happen so that's my prop lock that's the, the and and again you're you're just banking on the fact that the the Chiefs aren't leading the game the whole way forcing the Eagles to throw from two touchdowns down which I think in a they Super Bowl be. like you just said Ethan I, I think it's going to be more controlled than than a blowout so uh, I I won't I won't shit on your pick there but I do have another one that I wanted to ask Pear about with Kenneth Gainwell over eighteen and a half do you uh do you see that being something did we do you Pear I mean right away eighteen and a half do you do we see that going over it's minus one thirty right now. It's probably gonna go to nineteen and a half to get plus juice. But Gainwell's been getting a lot of carries randomly, especially when people are kind of ramping up against Miles Sanders. Well, Gainwell's been getting carries because they've been uh, running away with the games. That's why mm-hmm. they would rather use Miles Sanders, but they would rather save Miles Sanders for the Super Bowl. There's mm-hmm. no reason to to save or limit Miles Sanders' usage right now. It's the last game of the year. Gainwell won't be getting. Uh, carries in garbage time theoretically. Uh, Four and a half Miles... rushing attempts. What do you think there for Gainwell? I'm interested. Under? I'm actually under. interested in your take there, Pear. Yeah, you just, they, you, 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 you just do you save do you save a talented player in an NFC Championship game with the hopes of making it to the Super Bowl? I mean, I feel like they've been using Gainwell as a part of their offense, not as a oh. not as a behind the scenes action to keep Miles Sanders healthy. I feel Looks like. like- Looks like oh, everybody who always would pair, they're not taking your shit anymore, pair. <laughs> looks like looks like all season you rule with an iron fist, and now everybody's like, we don't want fucking Saddam Hussein running Saddam. the podcast anymore. More Saddam. Yeah. Boop, boop. I mean, That's and the then... sound of the U.S. military. <laughs> pair. That also leads to Boston. I mean, there there can't there. There's not enough room for Boston Scott to also <laughs> go over his. How are we going to get this many carries from Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, and <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell when they already have a quarterback that runs the ball 15 times a game? Why wouldn't you just take everybody's under on rushing in this game? Nick is sure cocky for a guy who thought D- Dak Prescott wasn't going to be terrible in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> go ahead. Only- no. Nick, it's the only game your... I got wrong the whole playoffs. No, sure, totally. Everybody believes that. Give <laughs> well, your... it's, it's recorded, so. <laughs> sure, it's totally recorded. Give your really, do that cocky bitch tone again to pair, even though you're wrong about stuff a lot. Do that. Do that to pair. <laughs> and then I want to watch pair have to eat it up. Eat it up, pair. <laughs> I'm not this eating a... anything. Because you had a bad day because you listened to Nick's picks. <laughs> Coming from a, a guy that watches Kirk Cousins every Sunday. Continue, Pear. That's not a choice of mine. I, he's on the team. I watch who's on the team. It's loyalty, in, Sonny, like you said. It's loyalty to Dak. He's in the Pro Bowl here, too. Yeah, he's a great dodgeball player. Not as good at football, but great dodgeball player. If anybody's huh? looking for a new dodgeball player. Huntley is also in the Pro Bowl, if anybody didn't know. So Speaking here's, of here's, dodging balls, let's go back to Pear for the yeah, answer. Here's here's my point on that, Pear. <laughs> Last week, Kenneth Gainwell out-touched Miles Sanders. The week prior to that, he did not out-touch him, but he out-gained him. So I feel like Kenneth Gainwell has become a part of the offense. I don't think that he's a handcuff to Miles Sanders at this point. I think he's a part of the Eagles' attack. So I like that over in carries. And I know okay, I haven't been... I know, I know, I know. I haven't been doing enough football stuff, so I'd like to say one football stuff here. The uh, additionally, on top of Dylan's point, 
Tiny Jake definitely out touched Sean when they were in Australia together. <laughs> I literally, the fact that Dylan started the show with that and now Sai's just chiming in on it without even knowing that makes me uh, hate you both even more. Pair, the floor wanna, is yours. I oh want to apologize to Tiny Nick for saying he's bad at picking. He's Thank pretty you. good. Thank he's you. pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. I don't get paid to be on the show. <laughs> so Dylan the counter to your argument is that there are 30 point leads in both of those games like it, it just that has to be factored in and you're not going to use your number one running back in in that kind of a game script when you don't have to you're going to save him for the most important game of the year at least in my opinion and I, I think that's why I like Miles Sanders to lead the game in rushing yards which you can get at plus 175 uh, like I said, there's no reason to limit his usage. He's actually outrushed Jalen Hurts in 13 of 17 games this season. And Jalen Hurts is, I think, dealing with a, a shoulder injury that they're not being uh, very transparent about. I think it's a lot more serious than anyone's given it credit for. So I I think Jalen Hurts is going to be limited from a, stat, from a statistical perspective in this game. Another reason I like the Chiefs. And we talked about Jalen Hurts' shoulder throughout the last few weeks. That means they're probably going to have to run the ball more, Paris. So I have a, another prop I want to throw at you. Chris Jones over two and a half tackles. Why? Because they're probably going to be running the ball and, and going up the middle a That lot fat more. dude's going to fall on three people without without tackling them. <laughs> He's going to fall on three people for sure. Yeah, that it, is, a, is that a real prop bet, or did you yeah, just come up with that right now? Over two and a half minus 135 is the juice right Fucking now. Fucking lock it in. Lock it agree? in. I I don't like playing that high of juice on, on things like that. But <laughs> tackles are weird though, aren't they? Like that's a that's a stat where you can get screwed. Like yeah, some... pretty easily. You can get <laughs> Scott Fostered pretty easily on a, yeah, on a tackle well, stat. I mean, we saw it the other night, like James Harden got not, not credited for a rebound that he clearly got <laughs> and he didn't get a triple double. It was just the worst beat ever. So, you know, you get some a uh, box score guy running the show and he doesn't give Chris Jones that third tackle and you just get fucked. That would be a horrible loss. <laughs> Whoever's I'm running so the boxes is pro Chiefs. So <laughs> basically what you're going to want to do with this game is take the Eagles to win because they're the better football team and take all of the Chiefs props over because mm-hmm. whoever's running the box paid by the NFL and the NFL wants nothing more than TikToks <laughs> from Jackson. <laughs> Total yards in this game, 731 and a half. This is another think, uh, bet that I think, I think is very interesting. This game from Dallas with uh, Kyrie. <laughs> Talking about live from Dealey Plaza. They'll be watching this game. <laughs> Ethan, I want to segue over to you. The, the total net yards in this game is 731 and a half. That is always an intriguing bet when you have a, a Patrick Mahomes team on the field. The only thing that scares me from taking this over with all the stoppages in this game to begin with is the fact that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles might try to make this game go as quick as possible on the ground. Being that pair has mentioned, Jalen has an injured shoulder that we don't know much about, and they just might not be as good of a passing team in general as we think they are when everybody knows they need to pass. Ethan, 731.5, over under total yards in this game. What are you thinking? Um, I, I, That's not a bet I would ever place, so I like the teased under uh, if we're talking – I'm equating yards to points as being pretty analogous. So 
I don't have any interest in a total yards bet or rationale other than I think the game is going to be under uh, in this game. So I like under yards. Dylan, 731.5 total yards over under. Yeah, Ethan, pull that stick at you, asshole. It's a Super Bowl. The point yeah, he's, here he's is give, to play. You know, let's do a Super Bowl show where we give a total pick and pick a team and then just talk shit for 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, what? Straight. This is the Super Bowl. You're supposed to put hammer every in your butt. <laughs> put it and then take it back out and then put it back in and take it back out. Slower, though. Slower. Make it slower. Uh, no, this is a Super Bowl. You bet on a bunch of ridiculous props. And then you hit your main pick, and it covers the nut on all the props that you fucking miss. That's the whole point. Of, or you, you just use the under right? <laughs> you, you put just, the stick in and out, and then you cover your nut. Hold yeah, up, you could you could do nuts. you could do that, Dylan, or you could just tease the under with an NBA game from the day before. Like apparently, yeah. Ethan's top players. Max right bet now. tease the under. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so yeah, so we're gonna take the Nuggets team total over, and we're gonna take the Super Bowl game under. That's gonna be our. <laughs> that's gonna be our play here. No, I don't. It's, honestly, I I think I agree with Nick or with Ethan that I like the under in this game, and I hate saying that about a Super Bowl. I hate saying that about a football game. Period. I hate saying that about sports. I don't like unders. You guys know this. But I, I do think this is an under game. It's really easy to like envision a super high scoring offensive powerhouse type game here. But we have a really good defense on the Eagle side of the ball. And the Chiefs kind of have a knack for like showing up in the Super Bowl and playing good defense. So I I like the under. And I think that would lend me to Ethan's point to just take the under on that 731 and a half as well. Sai, anything you want to add there? I think if you no, I got nothing. <laughs> Total punts in this game is at seven point or seven punts. It's another thing that stuck out to me, um, Ethan. You obviously only uh, seven in this game. Seven Dude, punts, that, doing way whoa, over, way whoa, over. Whoa, whoa. Pimples, Dylan. you're gonna need to. Uh, you're Pimples, gonna need to hit the pause it for a second. <laughs> hey, Dylan, could you look at me for a second? Can I not say that I'm live here. Listen to me, Dylan. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I think we think very similarly. Yeah. But if you talk like that with me as the sheriff on the air, it can uh. cause all sorts of problems. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Look at me. No, just don't say. Okay. Yeah. Call her, call her fat or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are we talking about? They're usually one in the same. <laughs> I'm cutting both of you off right there. Total okay, punch in this game. Let me count it back in for pimples. Pimples. Yep. All five, right. four, three. No <laughs> done. Two. <laughs> like, for example, I know you're going to want to say it just before we go back to pimples. If you're thinking, Dylan's, Dylan's if you're thinking pairs of just get it out right now. If you need to say it right now, get it out. Two. <laughs> one. <laughs> You're on, Jake. Over seven punts, uh, over under in this game. Ethan, you know, going off of your under on this game, I'm assuming you want the over on seven punts. You can also push on a whole number of seven here. What do you think? Give me the over, baby. It's at least pushing. <laughs> and Ethan, while we go around the room here, what I want you to do is find two or three other stupid props that you would never actually take because clearly you're only taking two bets on this game. And let them know. Uh, let us know what those are in the next five minutes. Pair over under seven punts in this game. What are you doing here? I'm gonna say under. We watched uh, Sirianni go for it 
with gigantic nuts on uh, his own 35, tied 7-7 last Sunday. I I don't think they're going to punt very much. I think he goes for it on fourth. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, interesting. Interesting perspective there, Per Johan. Um <laughs> Actually, I like that take. That I was I was prepared to take the over until Pear said that. I think Soriani goes for it on pretty much every fucking fourth down that's past the forty-five yard line, and so I'm gonna side with Pear here in a rare circumstance. Look at me crossing the aisle, being diplomatic. It's that Chinese balloon going down. I'm feeling super American, and a part of being American is just you know setting aside your differences. And I'm gonna set aside my differences here, and I'm I'm riding with Pear. Hey, uh, before before we go move on here, I want to bring Pep in for a second, but not for a pick. Pep, I'm just curious, really quick, can you name three players that play wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs? Tony Juju <laughs> and Valda Scantling. What was the first one? Tony. Oh, Tony. Yeah. All right, there you go. Can you can you name their their full names? Kadavius? <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Kadarius. All right, Sai, let's move on to you. Are you seeing anything in the prop market that's interesting you, um, such as Gatorade color that you might have an inside lead on or something along those lines? Because we probably know anything to do with the actual football game itself you have no idea about. For those of you who don't know, Sai works for Gatorade and will be supplying... <laughs> The Super Bowl, so that's why we say we he we might have a lean on the Gatorade color. We might. It's He's gonna be us. camo, um, <laughs> camo Gatorade. Hey, quick question in pimples. You can edit this, but I wanted to tell Dylan since I have a moment alone with him here. I was reading that the Proud Boys don't say you can't masturbate. Okay, what? And that's a thing. That's the thing. Proud Boys, one of their main rules is you can't, you have to be within one foot of a consenting woman to ejaculate. Interesting. And they say that, and they tried to, some of the Proud Boys were like, wait a second. Can what if, what if we're away from our wives and we do yeah. video chat to ejaculate? Interesting. Yeah. And the, the head of the Proud Boys was like, <laughs> nope. Interesting. So, so how's that? How are you dealing with that? Yeah, how do, wait, how does I travel I travel a lot for work and I was unaware of that rule. Dylan, you might have just let me ask though. Dude. Let me ask though, is there maybe a way around this? What's the stance on doing that with men? I have to believe it's not good. Okay. Well then yeah, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble then for sure. I would I could never be a proud boy. I break the rules so much. I could be no. a pride boy though, based on that previous statement. <laughs> No, I asked Pep that question about the receivers because there's a prop here that I found absolutely insane. Uh, it's like a Tony Romo prop, which uh, say what you want about Tony Romo, but he threw to no names 24-7. The total Chiefs with a reception in this game total is eight and a half. Nine guys to ca- get a catch here gets you the over in this game. Perry, you, you, you know more about the NFL than anyone I've met. Can you name nine receivers, nine people that are eligible past – eligible on the chiefs why wouldn't we take the under of eight and a half i I gotta look go down memory lane here to see what pat mahomes has done in the past but nine receivers yeah i I can't count that there's like what there's 
even if you included like Ronald Jones and <laughs> Noah Gray and the guys who might not play, and one fat offensive lineman that Andy Reid will definitely yeah. throw a random trick play to. No, I, I can't name that many. That's that's really fucked up, actually. Sai, what do you think about this? Eight and a half for total Chiefs to have a reception. Nine times it's from Ferris Bueller's day. Nine off. times. Pair's old enough to get that. What do you pair like fucking sixty? Um. <laughs> Two guys that are the same age making fun of each other for ages. <laughs> Maybe my favorite part of the show. Oh, yeah. Coming from a guy who looks like he's 60. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is this just everybody's clear of what happens on this podcast? Nick has such a Dallas Cowboys bias that he just had to, in the face of a report where they're like, they threw an intervention for Tony Romo. He was like, say what you want about Tony Romo. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got to stop doing that thing where he's like, I don't know, Jim. God, <laughs> Jim, what's going to happen on this play, Jim? Because when the ball, Jim, well, Jim, when the ball snaps, uh, there's a chance. Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing that he's been doing that I got to point out is, Rome. Romo does this thing where he tries to make it suspenseful for the the viewer of like a call when we could already see what the call was and he'll still be pretending like we don't know what the call is. I don't know. Romo went from my dad called me yesterday speaking to my dad's side and he said, I heard Romo went from being the best announcer to the worst and I I couldn't defend him. Tom Brady's coming for that spot. He's coming for it, brother. He's coming for Fox, but whatever. Anyways, back to football here. Eight and a half receivers over underside. Over. Yeah, bro. You Andy Reid offense in the Super Bowl. Simple. He's gonna throw it to forty-three different Chiefs. Pretty simple. <laughs> Two running backs, no brainer, right? Okay. Okay. Pair, you keep count. <laughs> Maybe Sean keep count. He hasn't been very involved lately. <laughs> it's almost like Sean gets punished because I come on the show. <laughs> Two running backs. Okay. Three wide receivers. There's five. Two tight ends. A seven. Guys, there was 10 last week. Yeah, there's no brainer. They're going to, I promise you. Then you got a, a potentially a third running back, third tight end, offensive lineman. Patrick throws it to Pacheco, throws it back to Patrick. <laughs> Don't Pair. forget about the Philly special. Pair, do any Coles. of these guys? Yeah, the Philly special could also be interesting. That's a good point, Pep. Pair, do any of these guys not playing this game? Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey, Pacheco, McKinnon, Kemp, Sky Moore, Hardman, Tony, Schuster, and <laughs> Schuster, <laughs> and uh, Noah Gray. Do any of those guys not play in this game? Hardman is listed as doubtful. I'm taking the over, guys. I'm with Cy. I just got switched. Andy Reid's going to throw it to 13 receivers in this game if he threw it to 10 last week in a game that was competitive, so that kind of throws out the whole – Bench against, players against a good defense, right? You get creative, you do some quirky ass plays. That's what Andy Reid's famous for. I like the over here too. And the crazy thing is, eight of these guys had more than one target as well. So it's not like it was just one fluky play. These these props with when the Chiefs are playing in a Super Bowl just become so much more fun than when the Chiefs aren't in a Super Bowl. Now, Ethan, back to you. I told you to come up with some props that uh, you did not have prepared before the show. What did you find? Uh, we're going to do a max bet on Chris Stapleton over two minutes, five seconds on the national anthem, because everyone in the crowd that is a fan of the NFL will have come in their pants and the roar (laughs) 
as he finishes the freedom and the yeah. extra eight balloons they're gonna what's, what's the time on that? the field uh two minutes five seconds uh going oh, over lock it in i need more than two minutes and five seconds to come so i'm in on this over too chris stapleton is gonna make me come on sunday pap is a guy that needs well no. less than two minutes and five seconds what are you what are you doing on this one shut up um <laughs> i got some gatorade props Wait, is go- this pimples talking? I've never, you know, that's What's great. What's up, Cy? What's up, brother Pimp? What's up, Pimp, brother? So, ooh, ooh, that's so Cy, like I, I just got word of this, but I actually heard Rihanna was like your biggest voter when it came to your uh, election. Okay, and she this wants is you to be angle. one of her guests for the halftime show. No, I don't really like to, you know. I, I appreciate it. What did it. I tell you before the show? God damn it. Give your Gatorade color and mute that mic. No, Pat. The off script. Impulse. There's this thing. He's getting popped. I pre getting popped. I told Cy, I told Pat before the show specifically, give your Gatorade color and mute that mic. And that he comes out with some outlandish Rihanna comment that I have no idea where it came from. How dictatorial of you. Pimps. I think you should get to talk whenever, man. I don't know what this whole dictatorship you guys got going on here where Nick rules the roost and I don't know. Next okay, year, here's here's my pitch for next year, pimples. Tiny pears picks. <laughs> so for for Gatorade colors, I got green at plus two fifty and red at plus eight. You can't pick two. You pick you two. Can, you can do anything you want. If Pear can pick two for the first yeah, touchdown, I can pick two for the Gatorade. I'm taking the over on total punts, and I'm taking the under on total punts. Uh, I'm taking the over. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut this, Pat, but I'm taking the over on how big of a total. Perez, I didn't want to say it. I don't want to make you cut it. It's from earlier. We would call him a <laughs> well, Pep, you said you said green, right, Pep? Green and red. You're getting literally two and a half to one odds on that at <laughs> plus two fifty. That hey, might be a- the most boring Super Bowl Gatorade prop I've ever heard in my entire life. You have to so, wait. The, you have to wait the whole game for plus two fifty. Guys, odds. we have we have, <laughs> we, we have about you. We have about you know eight minutes left here. Before we get out of here, I want to do a little bit of going through random shit and getting your guys's opinion on it. If you guys have something to say other than pimples, feel free to chime in whenever. Um, America the beautiful. Who will be shown first, Travis Kelsey or AJ Brown? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I mean, come on. <laughs> is Travis Kelsey more white than AJ, AJ Brown? Brown. I guarantee it's AJ that. Brown. Yeah. I'll bet a million dollars on AJ Brown. That's my lock of the <laughs> that's my lock. I'm not kidding. What do you do you think they're gonna cut to the big white guy on that song? Yeah, the no big way. white guy with stud earrings who thinks he's black? No. no. Dylan, Dylan, that's not for here. Come on. <laughs> that's what we're here to talk look this is a gambling podcast i'm trying to make people money right now so i need to that's point out the obvious Dylan, my I, campaign I, is no way affiliated with Dylan. Dylan. as a fat shamer i also have to ask there's a prop here i don't even know where it comes from there's got to be some inside joke i haven't heard about but it's will andy reed eat a cheeseburger before the end of the super bowl how the fuck what i don't know and, and dude <laughs> no is minus 1600 which tells me it's it's a pretty random prop, but yes is only plus seventeen hundred or plus seven hundred. 
to eat a cheeseburger during the Super Bowl. How what often does this happen? Yeah, what, what, I, I I'm gonna have to go back and watch. What the happens if he eats it during a commercial? What was what was the Ooh. the Gophers old coach that ate a dilly bar on the sideline? I think that's the last time I've seen someone actually eat on the sideline. So I'm gonna go with no on this one. There's another one coming out here. Celebrity specials to be shown during the Super Bowl broadcast. Kevin Hart minus two fifty. Easy money. Are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? Kevin Hart stole the spotlight at the last Super Bowl. Kevin Hart definitely, even if he doesn't want to be on camera, is going to get shown on camera in in one of those suites. Minus two fifty. Lay the juice. What do you guys think about that? I you lost me. Yeah, I think that's. Good. That is what I think. Dylan, what is wrong with Dylan you? Dylan is going Dylan. off the rails. You can probably <laughs> cut that pimples. I'm gonna. I am here to say in this moment that I have officially disassociated my campaign with Dylan <laughs> and the things that he says. And I'm still not, I still don't associate myself with pair, but I got to draw a line in the sand and you just drew it, Dylan. Yeah. Well, anyway, so somebody put a sticker on the back of my Jeep a couple days ago. This is Kansas going to go so bad. And it was, and it was, a, it was a dude with rainbow colored hair on a rainbow and it said ride with pride and they slapped it on the back of my Jeep. I can't make that shit up. That's real. Someone put that on the back. Well, of I hope the you car. kept it on there, Dylan. Uh, to, yeah, I did. Not like, so that's why I feel that, um, saying that that prop is shit because I have a gay sticker on the back of my car. So it's not that unbelievable. It's not like a, somebody <laughs> stuck a leprechaun to your car. It's just a sticker. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a uh, it was a leprechaun on the sticker. Dylan, the Dylan, dare I ask you? Because of what's going on with the M&M's right now. Are M&M's going to be shown first as a commercial or Doritos in this game? Dude, it's still Doritos. This M&M nonsense is ridiculous. Absolutely I, ridiculous. <laughs> I do have a favorite for the, for the, uh, the commercials. I'm taking Heineken plus 180 over Budweiser. No. We know Budweiser dominates this spot every single year. I think this is the year Heineken pulls one out of left field and throws an ad on the first commercial break. Ethan, I see you smiling over there. Are you rolling with Heineken as well? Yeah, whatever that I'm getting the best odds on. Let me roll with the Heineken Daddy. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Budweiser was seltzer. It's gonna be a Budweiser seltzer is gonna be the first commercial watch. And then, you know, and the, then first, the, the first commercial is gonna be the Burger King commercial. Whopper whoop. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um last prop I want to ask before we get our, our favorite props and get out of here. Halftime show, first song. Um we know Rihanna's coming out. Is she going to start the show? Is it going to be Diamonds that's coming in at plus 250? Will it be Don't Stop the Music at plus 300? She this is what that. you came for at plus 400. Lift Me Up at plus 500. And then any other song that you can think of is coming in at pretty wild odds. You can get seven to one or more. Dylan, you're a big Rihanna guy. Which, no. which song is she going to start I it can't. out with here? <laughs> you just said any other song that you can think of. I don't even know the four that you listed. So I, I'm out on this prop bit. My I'm prop, going, I'm taking I'm, plus 10,000 that we get a nip slip from Rihanna. And I'm, I'm I really <laughs> hope it happens. That's all. I'm I think taking, she's, she's definitely going to start with Diamonds to pay tribute to, to the hero that we lost, Diamond from Diamond and Silk. I agree. I agree. Plus 250 is diamonds. I'm actually going to roll with work at 20 to 1. <laughs> I think she starts things out a little fast here, comes out with some work. I don't know about that, guys, but this, this show has been a you know, Super Bowl show to talk 45 minutes about fucking props, especially when we have a guy that literally refused to go deeper than an under on the show. Was very hard. I'm not going to lie. This is one of the harder shows we've very done. Very hard. But on our way out of here, 
Ethan, do you have any extra props that you want to give as your favorite prop of the weekend? Uh, I think Rihanna does Umbrella as her first song. There you have it. Umbrella by Rihanna is her first song. Dylan, what's your favorite prop of the weekend? I'm going to circle back to football since this is a football podcast, right? That's it's a Super Bowl right podcast. Now. It's Super a Super Bowl, Bowl podcast this All week. Right. Super Bowl, which is a football game, I think. So we're gonna lay the law down. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the. I've got, I've got two bets on the Eagles who are gonna win this game. As far as props go, one of them is Miles Sanders over and rushing. I'm seeing it at about 59 and a half. Hit it there. Hit it all the way up to about 70. Miles Sanders is going to go over. Uh, I also like Devontae Smith's over and receiving. You kind of mentioned this real early in the show, Nick, but Hertz hasn't really had to throw the last few weeks. Playing against the Chiefs, you're probably going to have to throw a little bit more. I still anticipate that they're going to rule the ground game, but I think he's going to have to throw a little bit more. And for that reason, I like Devonta Smith over 62 and a half receiving yards. How about you, Cy? What are you looking? What are you thinking for this game? I just want to say thank you to all of Tiny Nick Nation for letting me be a part <laughs> of this wild ride this year. I want to give a huge shout out to Pimples for all the hard work he does. I'd like to say thank you for Pear. For being such a good sport, even though he looks like he, he could never play a sport. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Sean up there for always coming unprepared and getting Tiny Nick good and juiced up before the show. And I want to thank Tiny Nick for all that juice. It's been a really nice job, guys. I would love to say I'll be back here next year, but I'm the fucking sheriff now. So I don't think <laughs> I'm going to have time for any more of this bullshit. Whoop, <laughs> whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> Their favorite props for the weekend. Uh, I like the running back receiving overs. Uh, go all the way across the board and take receiving overs for Kenneth Gainwell, uh, Jerk McKinnon, and Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I also like uh, the opening kickoff. Will it be a touchback? I like no at plus 126. Uh, so games played on grass this season had a touchback rate where the implied odds of yes would equate to about minus 122, but that's a lot lower than the minus 164. That's Are here, we taking so. into account the adrenaline boost that these that whoever kicks this first kick is going to have in his leg? No, but uh, <laughs> Jake Elliott is an American hero, so that uh, could factor in. If, if he's the one doing the kicking. So the uh, USA chant in Phoenix while this ball is kicked off will propel him to kick the ball through the back of the end zone. I think uh I think the sharp side is on the no for that. Um uh, <laughs> I also like uh Patrick Mahomes to be the MVP at about plus 130, 135. I love that. That was uh you just stole my prop, but yep, perfect. Uh, there is a large universe of possibility where if the Eagles win the game Jalen Hurts is not the MVP. Like it could be a star defensive player. It could be uh, Miles Sanders going wild on the ground. There is essentially no universe where the Chiefs win and Mahomes is not the MVP. Like even if Kelsey caught five touchdowns, Mahomes threw him five touchdowns. Like they just have to give it to Mahomes. Uh, so in a pick'em game to get plus one thirty on something that's going to go to the winning quarterback. I'm going to take that. And I'm rolling with the Chiefs, as I said before, um, against the spread. I'm rolling with uh, Drake to appear on stage at plus 125 during the <laughs> halftime show. I wish you can get better odds than that, but Drake's definitely going to. What's that Drake, Ethan? What's that Drake, Rihanna song? 
Uh, is it drunk in love? Isn't there? No, they work, work, another work, one work, about work. having sex or something. No, there's there's one about love. Like like uh, no, drunk in love. Wasn't that Beyonce? Take care. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Peppy. I knew uh, I knew you'd come up big with a a Drake reference. It's God's for fun. people that don't know. Um, Pep is the biggest Drake fan of all time, and it's almost embarrassing now. It was God's plan for Pep to step in in that moment. I also noticed that Rihanna. <laughs> it's it doesn't say. ASAP Rocky to propose because clearly he's not the performer, but it says Rihanna to propose marriage to ASAP Rocky plus twenty five hundred. I won't be taking that, but an interesting one nonetheless. And I'm going to roll with Jalen Hurts over thirty one and a half attempts. Like I said, kind of playing into the script that I believe is going to happen. Pat Mahomes is going to force them to to go a little off script from the running game in a game that, um, like I said at the beginning of the show, is going to be more competitive than any Super Bowl. We've seen in a while on paper, these two teams, nobody really knows what to do this week. Sharps are going in both directions and should be a lot of fun. So you could find, I want to first of all say thank you to everybody that's, uh, that listens, that has listened to the show this year. Even in the last week, the amount of texts I got asking if we're doing a Super Bowl episode makes it really worth it um, doing this show. And it's a lot of fun, makes it so that I can get Ethan and, and Dylan to show up without having to worry about only four people listening to the show if we have at least seven now. You can see us on, uh, or you can see me on Sports Grid here coming up um, over the next few months. You can see us on zone coverage at Tiny Nick's Gambling Picks, where, as by now you probably know, Pair uh, kicks in a lot of college picks into that, and it's a it's a team effort there. And we're up over ninety units, uh, so that's a lot of fun right there. And Dylan, um, as we've mentioned throughout the uh, throughout the season here, you've also helped out with the production. So I do want to say thank you to you getting out of here. Let's beef up that Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks, and you can find me on Twitter at the Real Tiny Nick. Let's go, Chiefs! We'll be back for March Madness. Anything you guys want to say before we get out of here? Let's beef that motherfucking Instagram, everybody! Smash that follow button, punch those <laughs> likes, and let's beef this. Snap it to an Instagram. It's going down on Nick Hamity's Instagram. Go hit that follow for great picks. Are we done, guys? Can we be done, please? <laughs> Catch us for the March Madness episode coming up here next month. We'll see you guys soon. NFL 2023, only going to be better. See you guys soon. Thank you. Whopper, for whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs>